Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to a very special transmission. I'm actually joined uh, by Nate Max and Ken, Ken, Ken is it Ken Sheel? That's it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nate I'm Max sorry. and Ken Sheel of uh, Innate Awareness, they are putting together a 10-day a, a jungle retreat uh, to basically deprogram people, get people back to themselves, understand who they are, and so much more. I don't want to not do it the justice that it deserves, uh, but they're, 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 they're putting this together. This is the type of stuff that people really need to understand. We've been speaking about this a lot lately, uh, the spiritual work, working that creative energy, getting back to source, understanding who you are, and, 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 and trying to help create that heaven on earth. Uh, but with that being said, thank you, Nate and Ken, for joining us. Oh, Nate, I forgot your, uh, your, your friend's name. Tuli. Tuli. Yes. Tuli. Thank you. So we have Nate, Tuli, and Ken joining us. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thanks, on. AJ. Um, and yeah. like the last interview you and me did, we were talking a whole bunch of stuff to do of like deep connection and esoterics. And what you're really doing and bringing at the moment is you're bringing in the different realms into your podcasts, into your YouTubes, and people are catching on to it because they realize there's a shift happening. You know, there's censorship going on, on the internet. There's all types of stuff happening in this um, kind of, not false, but this techno technological world. And people are really like, I think I'm done with Facebook. I'm done with social media. And they're wanting to get back into nature or they're trying to get into nature for the first time. And the reason they're trying to go there is because they're trying to find themselves for the first time. So the nature is just the catalyst for them to find out who they are. And then when they find out who they are, that's when they start stepping into their two, true sovereign power uh, and, and walking that truth and, and talking that truth and living from the heart space. So I think this is the time now where the shift is happening. We're seeing it globally. We're seeing people really concerned about our rainforests, our oceans, the people, you know, poverty, the monetary system. Everything's coming back to people breaking through the matrix. And this is exactly what it's about. It's about getting people so sovereign, so in their heart and so connected that the glasses come off. That movie, They Live, you know, the guy puts the glasses on, he sees everything for the first time. We're actually taking those glasses off and letting people see the world for the first time from the eyes of nature. You know, I was, I was, uh, I had on Rob of Truth and Vibration on and we had talked about how with all the things that they're running with the technology these days, with the AI, the quantum computers, the D-Wave, all this stuff, it's basically to calculate choice. And that's mm. how massive and, 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 and groundbreaking I feel like people don't understand about themselves is, is the ability to choose, like tuning into this, listening to this, tuning into the page, the podcast, and everything else that we do. That's a choice. And your choice can create so many other worlds, so many other timelines, so many other realities that you can turn yourself into. They're trying to control choice. They're trying to control what we perceive and what we understand. If we get out of that domain and get back into the higher realm of things, the, high, the, the, the real system that we're tied into, that's whenever we begin to understand things at a deeper level. You're only able to understand things through uh, 140 characters approved statements as, as put forth by Twitter. How can you understand the beauty of an individual, earth, God, nature, any of these types of things in 140 characters? And that's how they're trying to distill things. They want you to perceive reality as it's been approved, what you guys are doing 
is showing the reality before it's been approved. And that's what's powerful about it. You're saying, hey, put yourself in this situation and see how you respond rather than having a buffer in between that can kind of mitigate how you respond. You're, 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 I don't want to say forcing people because that kind of seems like uh, <laughs> aggressive, but you're putting people in situations where they have to rely on themselves and discover mm -hmm. what tools they have and what they can bring to the table for the greater collective. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the reality of it is that when they get back into nature, they realize that they don't have to learn anything. Yes. It's already inside. It's already there. And that's the most profound experience to actually just wake up to yourself. And everyone's saying, wake up, wake up. People saying, what have I got to do? And all trying to do something. But when the world's reflected back to you in cement and screens and innate objects, and people who don't know who they are, there's no authenticity anymore. Yes. So there's nothing to actually reverberate to or to vibrate to or to be felt like you've been seen, but more importantly, that you've been felt and to feel yes. something back from somebody. And when you're in nature and you're surrounded in the jungle over is so much life, and it's so pristine and it hasn't been adulterated. They're still doing the same thing there they've been doing forever. It actually does something. It actually activates something that's already latent within us. The thing that is creating so much pain and heartache and sorrow and the soul is screaming, screaming for the inside, what about me? And everyone's doing all this stuff, trying to learn something or trying to fix something. And it's one big thing that leads to another thing that is endless. And that's it's that hole. Mm. It's that hole inside of themselves that they're forever trying to fill. Yeah. Yeah. So and then nature and will with materialistic things. If you, mm. if you guys don't uh, mind me asking, how did, how did you guys meet? Seems like we have like two sages here. <laughs> And wow. you know, you guys are coming together to, to, to basically give this energy to the world. If you guys don't mind me asking, <laughs> how, did, how did you guys meet? Profoundly. <laughs> That's how I like to. I know. I know it's going to be a good story. I'm kicking that. Ken, Ken, I think you're the you're the good storyteller. So I I'll hand you the mic mic for that meeting. All right. Well, we'll start with Dooley. I met Dooley. I was. Oh wow. I'm trying to make make the short version of this. Um, I've been going to Indonesia since uh, 1974, 75, very different place it was then. Um, I've been back many times. I used to do business out of there. I've had land there before. And anyway, the long story short of it, a lady invited me there, said, Ken, you must come up to our community in the valley up there. You just, you'll love it there. You're just meant to be there. And I was everyone invites me to go everywhere and I just ignored it for two years. I was coming back in the Philippines one time and I thought, oh, I might as well go up there and have a look. So I went, got in the car park. It's a long drive up to the far coast, away from all the tourism place. I walked from the car park and I only got maybe, maybe 200 meters up the track and I stopped and I looked around and I knew something was happening and I didn't know what it was. And my legs felt really strange. And to cut to the chase, the feeling was as if I was coming home. 
and I'd never ever in all of my life since I was born did I feel like I was home. I never felt like I, be I, was be I belonged. I was always told I wasn't meant to be here and I was a black sheep and blah, 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 blah. But I felt like I was home. And from the very first day, everybody that I that came across looked at me and said, oh, g'day, mate, you look like you live here. <laughs> and then <laughs> I sat around a fire with Dooley and, and the other lady there and we sat under the moon and the stars having a little fire there in the middle of this jungle, dead quiet. And Dooley mentioned, we've been waiting for a strong male spiritual energy to come into the valley here. And I just sat there quietly and sort of thought, hmm, what's going on here? So I sat with it for a couple of years. And then in the end, I got offered some land there and shortening the story, Dooley and I have spent um, a lot of time communicating, connecting and seeing this actually coming about. We haven't actually done it because I've given up doing things anymore. And if something doesn't happen, then I don't want anything to do with it sort of thing. And this has all just come around and come about. And I keep going back there and back there. And now I'm building a bamboo huts on my land over there that looks down to the ocean. And there's a big waterfall up the end of the valley. It's just, it's a profoundly amazing place. And it never stops taking my breath away. It's just amazing what's happening in this place. So we're connected up there and it's been like two or three years now. Then Nate, I had a Brazilian friend who I brought over to Bali last year and she kept saying to me all the time, you've got to meet Nate. You've got to meet Nate. And everyone tells me I've got to meet people all the time. Oh, this person want to meet you, you know? I say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just dismiss <laughs> it and don't worry about it. Because you know? <laughs> it happens so much. When I went back to Australia, she was still in Bali and I came back to Australia and I went to the market one day and I was with another friend of mine and we went over to the park and in the car park from the market and we we're sitting on the grass and there was about 10 people there and we we're talking away. And most of the people start to left and I just stand, standing there and I was talking to this guy for a while and probably about an hour and a half went by and we were standing there and the conversation is one of those conversations where it's like, well, I'm going to go now, you know. Yep. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. So I didn't sit down. And in the end, I looked at this dude and I said, dude, I said, we need to sit down. <laughs> we sat down and we were there from 10.30 in the morning till six o'clock at night. And then someone else turned up and they said, oh, Ken, is Naomi, Naomi still over in Bali? And Nate turned around and looks at me because it was Nate. And he said, Oh, you're Ken, the dude from Bali. And I said, you're Nate. <laughs> <laughs> once, I heard the word, once I heard the word Naomi, and then I did Nate, and then I've gone, oh, you're Nate. You're that guy. So we'd just been sitting there talking for the last six hours. And for the next 10 days, we traveled everywhere together, and we camped in the same spot because we're both in mobile vans. And Nate's got a bus, and we went to all these people and went to all these places, and we never left, left each other's company. And then I went back over to Bali, and then Nate came over to Bali uh, a month or month and a half after that, and he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been That's connecting. A good 
and he's been connecting up with Dooley and all these retreats had just come out of nowhere. And it's all just happening. It's profound and, and I'm like, wow, there's something really, really, really amazing going on here. And I will add to the story, back in 1985, I was shown a vision of what I was going to be doing in the future in my life. And I'd given up on it because it has been 34 years and I thought it's never going to happen. I gave up about it. I, there was this land that was in the mountains and there was an ocean and, and I gave up on it. And when I totally gave up on it last year and I said, I'm totally forgetting about this, looking for land and doing this thing. And then bang, here it all is. So I actually have seen this and I've, the last three years of my life, I've been living through meeting people, having conversations that I'd already seen 34 years ago. Yep. And I know this is, there's no question that it's part of it. So I know something really amazing is coming about through this unity that Nate and I connected and Dooley and now you and the people that are coming into this. I'm just astounded. I'm just sitting back watching going, wow, not my will, but thy will is being done here. Yeah. It's so beautiful to be part of something bigger than myself. That's the greatest gift for me. It's a word. Basically, oh, sorry, okay. just continuing uh, with the Ken, I want to hear you, what, you got, but what you're about to say, but um, I was guided to this secret, sacred uh, waterfall valley during my first 40-day water fast, transcendentally, and, and yeah, then receiving these beautiful brothers there. So here we are. It's so beautiful to bring authentic beings uh, who embody this, their soul together and sit around the fire and really see what is the creativity that wishes to come through because that's really what we hear all about to bring out the best from each others and to the whole creation so yeah it's been an amazing journey journey with this too um with ken a bit more longer and with nate shorter but straight on to the core so here we are yeah, this place, EJ, it's, it seems to be like a portal. There's certain areas like, you know, inland of Byron Bay and places like that where it just attracts certain tribe of people. A lot of people are water fasting around here. They're right into like making change for the planet and doing big projects and things like that. So it's been a real, a real meeting point. And as soon as I stepped off the plane into Indonesia, I had the VIP tour around everywhere. I met all the people within two days and went to all these places and met all these people, did think tanks and business meetings and such and such to do with free energy to do with land to do with property to do with community um you know some big names i won't mention on here so it's all come together really well and and quickly and when people do fast and things like that that's what gets them into the state where the creativity comes in so all yes. the background of ken dooley and myself uh, is health related ken used to run gyms and fitness and health and seminars and talks and Dooley has done so much inner work, living in the jungle, meditation, breath work, and yoga teacher. So it's actually everyone complements each other really well. We have a really beautiful, um, like, complete whole when you put our, our skills together. And the retreats just fell into our laps. Like, me and Ken spoke about it, and he's like, I've got land. I'm like, well, I've got everything else sorted. And then we spoke to Dooley, and she's like, yeah, I can do this. And so it's all come together with ease. It hasn't been pushed. Um, and the we are our best when we're with people, you know, like I love doing talks and seminars and YouTube and things like that. 
But when I'm one-on-one, same with Ken, same with Tuli, that's when we really, really work with people and can shift them and change them really quickly. So the whole idea of these retreats, 10 days in the jungle, is to be immersed in jungle. The whole place is surrounded by spring water. The spring water literally goes into every hut and every shower in the whole village. Um, there's magical waterfalls. It's a vortex. The negative ions are pushing down through the valley. So it's like being at the ocean, but uh, in the jungle. You know, when that water and that spray comes, that's negatively charged water, which is upgrading for the vessel. And it's a very uh, active area. The local people don't go up to the top often because there's so much, so many spirits and so many um, sightings and beautiful things going on. They're a little bit like worried about it where we are like, wow, this is a connection with the elementals. This is like a connection with our ancestors and the, the elemental spirits. So uh, it's a very, very high vibe area. And something that basically can shake you up, you know, you get in there and it can unroot you for a while while your body is resetting and grounding into the, the current circumstances because you're going from Wi-Fi and phone towers and all those distractions into nature. And it's so live and so living that when you wake up in the morning, there's a concerto of crickets, then bugs and birds and bees, then uh, this animal and that animal, that's your alarm clock, the different steps of nature going through the morning, waking you up, you know. So even these crickets and cicadas, the noise that they're making is a frequency of earth, of mother nature, and it resonates with our, with our inner being. So just being here alone is profoundly uh, changing, life-changing and altering, let alone the workshops that we're going to be doing, the hikes, um, going to the waterfall, the spring water, the fasting, the detoxing, the juices, the elixirs. Uh, and like I said, workshops is one thing, but working with people the whole time, every step of the way, that's where the real transformation is going to come through. Sitting around the fire, eating together, talking, connecting. People are going to have massages. They're going to get body work. They're going to have one-on-one sessions. Then after that, we're going to be able to integrate it because we're here. It's not like, hey, come have a session with me for an hour and I'll teach some things or work some stuff, then you'll go home. It's like, I'm going to see you tomorrow morning. Then I'm going to see you in the daytime. Then I'm going to see you in the afternoon. Then I'm going to see you the next day. So this actually gets grounded in and integrated throughout the 10 days. So we're not just leaving it open where the Pandora's box is exploded and people's minds are folding inside out. We're there to put all the pieces back together in the most clear and concise way possible. So when they go back to their towns, their villages, their cities, their countries where they came from, because this is global, they're going to have a life-changing experience, which is then going to emanate through their family, their friends, their jobs, the food they're eating, the thoughts they're thinking, and along those lines. So this is, for me, the most powerful way we can impact people uh, in the shortest amount of time that send them home in a beautiful way where they want to come back again. They want to bring their friends and everyone wants to get involved uh, and do some life-changing stuff. And this is this is essentially this would essentially be like the first ever, like the you guys meeting. This was all by chance, totally as as, as Ken just said right there, total synchronicity, uh, happenstance. Like the only reason that this happened that you guys came together is because you were following, following up on that 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 trail of uh, of spirituality. This was something that kind of just literally uh, spawned from the two of your guys, the three of your guys' collective energy, saying, you know what. There's better stuff here besides posting stuff on social media, posting all these videos. We can affect real change by pulling these people to us. Mm. Is, is, is that about right? This, this wasn't planned. This just kind of literally evolved into what it is today. 
there was three keys. Everyone had a key. Ken had a key, Tooley had a key, and I had a key, and the lock had three keyholes in it. So it needed all of them to go in at the same time. And when you're out of balance, when you're out of whack, you find yourself pushing and fighting, and I get myself into fight or flight mode where I start fighting the system rather than going the easiest route of least resistance. And it's only when you're in that position that the flow state happens, that all the synchronicities happen. You can create them with your mind and with pushing. They will happen, but not in the way and not in the volume and not in the profundity that it will happen when you're in flow state. So the idea is getting people into that flow state so then their creative flow comes in. It's like, hey, what do you actually like doing in life? Who are you? What, like, what's going on? Like, what is this? You know, let's get to the core of the issues. Let's work through some trauma. Let's talk about some things happen in the childhood, which are coming through now. Ken is a master of metaphysics and bodywork. The way he can read people is incredible. He reads people literally like a book where within five minutes, they're just standing there with their jaw open, just being like, how do you know that? And it's because he's been doing this work for like 30 years. You know, that's what you, you call an elder, someone who has been doing the work for so long and they've seen so many people that it's easy. It's like when I used to play basketball, I played seven days a week, you know, for 10 years. It's like, I don't care how tall you are, how fast you are, how strong you are. I'm going to eat you up on that court because I've been doing it for so long. I've got that knowledge. But when it comes to working with people on a personal level, on a deep esoteric spiritual level, and when you've been doing the work like Ken and Tooley have, it's a whole different ball game. It's not just intellectual knowledge on a basketball court. It's feeling, it's connection, it's knowing. It's working yes. with the body, it's touching, it's hands-on, it's reading the facial structure. And that's what metaphysics is. And I'm sure Ken can give a really beautiful explanation of what he's been doing and why he complements what we're doing. The Thule is the opening with the meditation, the breath work, and the, the yoga, which is opening the physical body. Ken is getting there and moving these things around and identifying the issues and working on it. And I have like the knowledge, the health knowledge, and their esoteric wisdom. So we just kind of wind that all in. It's like, well, how can you, how can you not go forward when you have that happening for, for 10 days in a jungle with spring water uh, and all the rest of it? And we, were, we were talking before the show too, Ken, about how you'd been doing this since like the 80s. You know, you've basically been like immersed in this and, and now you see it kind of like, like exploding on a whole nother level. Yeah, well, I, well, I first started working with people in the 70s and 70s, wow. when the fitness centers and when the aerobics first started and gymnasium started up in the late 70s and then i made fitness center i set up quite a few fitness centers and then i oh, i went into alternative medicine health and things when it all first started so i've kind of like been on the beginning of all the stuff all the time and just when it gets mainstream and everyone starts doing it then i move on to the next thing and then I keep moving on to the next thing. And then I keep moving on to the next thing all the time. And I've always felt alone with it. It's like I'm establishing things, making a pathway in. And then once I just start get established with it, then I'm shunted into the next thing. So what's happened, I've had to personally go through these experiences myself on an inner level. I've had to go through a massive physical transformation when I got you know, when, when I was in my young 20s, I had massive issues with my body and health and I was in and out of hospitals and such. And then within three, within three, four years, I, got, I went from being known as a drug addict and an alcoholic to being Mr. Fitness talking on the radio in the same city within three or four years. So I was used as an example 
people knew me as this and then they saw me as this and I rebuilt my whole body and then I got to such a point and then I had no love, you know, I never knew what love was. And then I emotionally just broke down, totally had a massive breakdown, breakthrough. And then I had a massive revelation and I had an amazing experience. What happened to me, I didn't think was possible to happen to. And at that point, there was no one around me that I could talk to. Otherwise I knew if I started to tell people what had happened to me, they had a place for people who talked about those sort of things. So. I didn't say anything. So it's been a long, long journey, a long journey. And I was shown what I was going to be doing in the future, but I'd given up on it because it's been like 34 years. It was actually 30, because the last three years, it's been like 34 years now. 30, yeah, 34 years. Just coming on 34 years this June. So, but the last three years, I've been encountering experiences that I was shown 30 years ago in 1985. So, but I've been through a massive, I mean, I've been learning so much about so many different things. Um, but metaphysics has been the icing on the cake. I've got a diploma and a master's in teaching metaphysics. Um, so I've, can actually train people to become a psychosomatic therapist where people can read people, can read their face, read their hands, read their feet, read their whole body. So we say like, you, you will perform per your form. And the information is in your formation and the issues are in your tissues. And I can point that out to you. I won't just read you and tell you what I can see I'll actually point it out to you. And when you hear it yourself, it will make sense to you. And when we have a group of people together and we have a group and everybody's reading everybody all the time, but doesn't understand the, the actual language. I just understand the feeling they get from people. But I can point out why you're feeling this from this person because they've got a really strong jaw or they've got this or whatever it is that's going on with them. It's a whole book, everything, how the person's faced the world, what their characteristics are, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are that balance their strengths, how they stand, how they've withstood what's happened to them during their life, whether they've taken a stand or whether they've folded, how they've braced themselves, what they're in, tensions are where their tensions are so everything going nothing is hidden to me i can look at someone walk down the street and glance at them i could talk to you about them for 30 minutes just by glancing at it is is this because we were talking before the show you know about uh, intuition and, and intellect do you think this falls underneath like the intellect or uh, underneath like the, the the intuition category like being able to develop this sense and with the retreats, are these the types of things that you're going to be working uh, with the people with there? Like, are you going to be giving them the tools as well to, 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 to I guess, to do the self-analysis or to do analysis of others? Uh, I guess, what are the techniques and are these the types of things you're going to be working with people that come to the retreats? Yes, definitely. I want to share with people the ability to learn how to actually see someone just by looking at their face and being able to read so in other words, I'll teach them the alphabet 
and how to spell words. Then they can read any book because no book's the same. No body's the same. But once you understand the basic principles of it, you use your intuition then to work out what this means. So the nose is to do with the identity, which is the solar plex, right? Our lips show us our taste for life, whether we got big, sweet lips, or whether they're really tight, bitter lips, life has been bitter. Right? Whether the, the frame of mind that somebody's got. So the shape of their mind, you've got a very open mind. So you've got a broad and open mind. Yeah, my uh, my cow leg, my hair, my hair literally spirals out from here. Normally, it's like in the back of people's heads, like right there. But my right. cow leg is right here. Wow. I don't wow. know if that has anything to do with it, but I just kind of figured that's a that that was a my divine creation's way of saying that you're going to be headstrong and you're going to be going in a certain direction. Yeah, well, this is where you spiral. This is where you come from. This is the point where it comes in. And you were talking before about saying the angels come in from the side. You said that when we were talking before. You said it's like the angels come in from yep. the side and you went like this. Eh? You did well, it's, it's, I think of it, you know, as a... I talk all the time about how our bodies are crystals, how we have the materials here. We're made from carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, potassium. Potassium and sulfur, base complete work through us. And so that means that something is coming from an external source and we are merely, uh, we're, 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 we're becoming animated by whatever that external thing is. And so whenever I guess, naturally, whenever I go like this, I guess that's, the general direction in which I'm receiving my messages. Exactly. That's what I think. Yeah, it shows in the body, the way your body's talking when we look at it. And I remembered when you spoke before and you said, oh, the angel, that sound comes in here. And as soon as you said that, I straight away remembered that. So I'm always listening to the words that are being said to understand the system. Yeah? And I don't forget anything. It's a, I get amazed at what I'm, someone will be talking and I say, do you remember when we first started talking, you said this? Now you said that and now you said that and the person goes bang, 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 bang and then go, oh my God. And then they self-realize. Because mm -hmm. we're so busy, we don't stop to actually get feedback from somebody to actually embody ourselves and who we already actually are. We don't have to become somebody, we're already somebody. I want to, can I, can I speak on that real quick? Just yes. to just make like that comparison uh, because we, we live in an instant gratification society, but that's not feedback. Feedback is not gratification. Could you, do you, do you think you could speak a little bit more on that? Yeah, there's an experiment that did, was done. I'll remind you, they put a bell inside a vacuum in a glass case vacuum, a bell, a metal bell. And they had a complete replica of that bell outside of the vacuum and everyone knows like a tuning fork if you ring a tuning fork a tuning fork in the room of the same frequency will start vibrating if you twang the other one what they did with the bell was outside they hit the bell outside and normally if you've got a bell there and they're together the other one will start vibrating even a guitar will do that Right. You can get a guitar in a room and you start playing it, the other strings will start to vibrate to the same vibration that you're creating. But sound doesn't travel through a vacuum is my point. 
And yet the bell that was inside the vacuum started to vibrate. So if as human beings, we all have a body, if I'm resonating and I'm vibrating at a certain frequency and it's an authentic vibration, meaning I'm ringing true to my inner humanity, then another human is going to feel me and they're going to be activated by my authentic resonance. Yes. And they're not going to know why they're just going to be drawn to that because it's going to start activating the very thing that's been dead. That hasn't been getting feedback from its environment. In other words, others, because the others are all mind. They've got intentions. They got mindsets. So when the mindset, the body's set, the body mind are one. They're not separate. So if head office takes over, then all the body down here is locked down, yep. and it's got an intention. So it's intention, and it gets tenser and tenser and tenser, and eventually it'll break. Where it breaks, the metaphysician will tell you what it is that you've been thinking, whether or not your heart, or whether it's your intestines, whether you're holding on to shit, you're not letting go, you're not expressing yourself. Or if you've got kidney problems, it's fear, it's to do with relationships, you're pissed off. Or heart is obvious. You've got heart Stations of emotional problems. Yes. So the body is a biofeedback mechanism. It will tell you where the person is at within the body. So when I read a body on the outside, I'm able to see what the soul is experiencing within that form. And, and how they're resisting, inevitably, we will use our greatest strength to try and cover up what we perceive as a weakness. Overcompensatory pathways. Huh? And that's called, that, that's called a compensatory pathway. What we do is yeah. we overcompensate in one aspect of our lives to make up for the shortcomings in other aspects of our lives. And that's not the full spectrum. That's not the healthy balance. That's, that's over-accentuated here and lacking here. And this is why the whole modality of health, mind, body, spirit, nature, singing, creativity, playfulness, love, connection, we need to be filling all of these things as, with as much balance as we can and not just doing one thing. We, we can be really good at one thing, but then when that one thing's taken from us, whether it's forcefully or it just happens that the universe is like, well, you've done this enough now, you need to do these other things, that's when we're like, hang on, who am I? Like, who am I in this world, in this life? Like, where do I fit in? Like, my identity, my ego is then taking a hit. And what I'm feeling more than ever now is this loneliness and disconnection. And the social media and the way things are with Instagram and this instant gratification, the dopamine hits with the likes and these interviews and these videos that people are putting out, this is actually creating a disconnect within your human being, the internet dating, the speed dating. People don't even know how to connect in the real world anymore. You go out and you look people having dinner or people at clubs and pubs, they're all separated or they're on their phones. And I'm just been feeling the last three years, this real loneliness, you know, especially for people like you guys and the people who are watching this video, you guys are the way showers and, and the world bridges. Otherwise you wouldn't be watching these videos. You'd be like, I'm off. I'm not watching this weird stuff. Everyone's looking for their tribe. They're looking for love. They're looking for that, that family body to look after them. Because a lot of us didn't have 
great connection or relationships with our family. So I've been searching for that family uh, within our friends, within within anything, within pets, like my dog. I love my dog so much, you know. I, I have so much love between my dog because there's a lack in my life of love. I didn't know how to show love. I didn't know how to receive affection. These are things I had to learn because I wasn't accustomed to it. And, um, and I used to get triggered when people were being really nice to me. I was like, what, are, what do you want? Or I was like, stop being so needy when it was actually me not being accepting, not being having my heart open to just allow someone to do something nice for me because they want to. I'd always be like, no, I'll just do stuff for other people. And then my friend said to me one day, she goes, you know, it's nicer if you actually allow someone else to do something nice for you too, because I actually enjoy doing nice things for you the way you like doing nice things for other people. And it's subtle things, but that are so big that we don't realize unless we're told, unless we're around someone like Ken, unless we're doing the inner work, unless we're doing our own inner work, unless we're, we're searching. If we're not searching, how are we going to find? And most people aren't searching. They're just doing the absolute minimum to maintain the status quo. They do the job, the nine to five, the 2.5 kids or whatever it is. And that's fine, but it's not, you know, it's really not fine at this point. We're in the 11th hour. We need human beings to be waking up. And that means opening their heart, which means uh, communication unconditional love and communication. These are the things that are on everyone's lips, connection. You know, if you don't have that, you don't know how to express that. If you don't know how to express that, how are other people going to understand that? And it's all about being that inspiration and inspiring by example. So it's a big topic, you know, and that's the aim. The aim is to really um, teach people by inspiration, but also give them the tools in their tool belt so then they can be the most best version of themselves and that's all you have to be on my end but i just want to speak on it if i could i think it's nice sorry guys how do i how do i get rid of the lag yeah i'm not sure what you've heard up to up until when can you guys hear me yeah. yeah, I can hear you. I, I, I'd just like to speak on uh, what Nate was talking about as far as giving and receiving love. Uh, that's something I myself am, am, am working on to this day. Like, like I will give out, and I, I don't know if this is like an empathic thing that anybody that does this type of work experiences, but I can give out, you know, love until I'm literally drained. But whenever it's inverted and I'm expected to receive love, I kind of get a little... I get a little apprehensive, I get a little buggy, I get a little weird. Um, and I don't know, I've, I, I don't know what that's about. Uh, the same way, you know, I don't, I, I have a hard time taking compliments. Uh, I think everybody kind of has that, has, has whatever that kind of schism is. For me personally, I know it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't ever want to seem like conceited. I don't ever want to seem like prideful, arrogant, or boastful, or any of these types of things. And I think whenever, you know, we, we start talking about compliments, love, and all these types of things, it's somewhat bleeds over into that aspect and so you know i don't know if maybe that's like a, a personal thing where i don't feel like i'm worthy of like being able to accept love or appreciation but that's something that i've had to learn doing this type of work that i've had to get over like i've talked about that publicly talked about it privately because i still i still have that same stance it's like i can i can be fully cognizant of this thing whatever that schism is with me but being being aware of it and and overcoming it and then uh, moving into like a better mentality that's a whole different thing like you can be aware of a problem but 
figuring out the tools, the principles and the teachings and creating a pattern to get yourself into a, a better state of being, that's, that's easier said than done. And it sounds like what, what, you, what you guys would be doing with the retreats is essentially that, is highlighting that for people and also giving them the tools so that they can go home and work on these things instead of just having their mind blown and then saying, you deal with this, bye. Yeah, no, no, but, and, and the thing is, they'll have opportunity, like Nate was saying before, we will see you tomorrow and we'll see you for breakfast and we'll see you around the fire tonight. And there'll be a time for it to become solid and for them to experience it as a real ongoing thing. Whereas they get to spend around and get feedback from those around you to say it's okay to be like this. In other words, be like what? You just be yourself. There's nothing you need to work on. And that's really uncomfortable for a lot of people as you're sharing yourself because you, you can't to open up that box. I mean, there's nobody being around in your life to actually see who you actually are. We make a decision to shut that down until such time as I've fixed the world and then I'll come out and play again. But until everything's okay, I can't do that because people are hurting and people have got this going on and no one really understands me. So how can I put my trust in them understanding me when they've already got that many problems that I need to be focused on them? Yeah. So when you're surrounded by people who get that and understand that, it becomes indisputable because you're experiencing it. You're not getting told it. It's in your face. Well, this, is, this is something I'd, I'd like to throw in your direction, Ken. I tell people all the time, I don't think people know how to care. Does that make sense to you? Yes. I don't, yeah. I, I truly don't think people know how to care. Like I, I think they don't know what they don't, they don't care, but they also don't know how to care not only about themselves and what else to care about. And I, I think that's a, that's a, that's a very tricky statement. But it's a very simple explanation for that because I never, they don't feel it within themselves. True. We can't, can't give something we don't have. Pouring from an empty cup. You can't do it. It's impossible. Like if someone, someone asked me for grapes, I haven't got any grapes at the moment. <laughs> it's that simple. And if, if someone doesn't know what caring for themselves is like, I mean, I care about myself. I take care and other people and I've been through a lot. I don't have to think about doing it. It's just who I am. It's just what I am. I don't have to try to do it. I just do it because it's, it's what's done. It's what I know. How can I not do it? Yeah. So by reconnecting with one's inner self, we don't have to be told to be nice to people. We just, it just happens. We just do it. And this is... If someone is not nice to themselves and not kind to themselves, they're not going to be nice or kind to other people. And if they pretend to be, you'll be able to see it. And you won't want to receive it from that person because you'll know there's something attached to it. And they're not living authenticity. There's no authenticity. It's not unconditional. Well, they're, they're, and this is, this is something I've had to learn and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm speaking to like the viewers in the audience at this point. This is something I've had to learn being like in, not necessarily like in this position, but being going through these types of trials. Like I would not have, I, I would not have 
I would not be who I am, where I am, had I not gone through the certain things that I've, that I've gone through. And when I tell people to seek knowledge instead of drama, I'm basically saying seek yourself instead of everybody else. Figure out who you are so that you can help everybody else become who they need to be. When I, I, I say, you know, people need to understand that, like Ken's saying, you are fine as is, but we keep putting on these chains and these things that, that, that label and identify us to where we're essentially trying to fill that hole inside of us that's never going to be satiated because that hole is actually supposed to be going outwards instead of inwards. And it's our simple perception of, of it's our simple perception of this actual, I guess of what Nate would say, that flow state is the perception of the perception and the intention of that flow state that dictates like that outcome. And so what we're talking about now, you know, is not pouring from an empty cup is realizing that you already are full and that we are supposed to be pouring other people's glasses and saying, what do you think about this flavor? What do you think about this flavor? How do you like this? And if you're not full, brother, like what you said earlier, how you, you've given so much love um, that, and you feel like you can be drained, that means you need to give yourself more love. You know what I mean? And it actually is a time where we have to be spiritually selfish in a way you could call it, where you actually love and nurture yourself to the point, especially if you've got a big role like you guys do, you know, you've got a big role um, with the information you put out and the amount of people who are hanging off your words and want to know the information and want to know what's going on and what you're putting out to them. It is a big role and there's energetic cords going everywhere to all these people that are connecting to you. It's in your best interest to have your cup not only full, but absolutely overflowing at all times. And as soon as you feel it not there, it is okay to pull back and to regain yourself and to refill because you'll be working at such a high level. The frequency you'll be putting out, the words, the content, and the energy which is behind everything you do, you can do actually a lot less and get much more results from it because people are feeling it. They're not feeling a burnt out empty vessel. You know, empty vessels make the most noise. But when you're full, you can actually say less or do it in the exact same way, but more power without giving that energy away. And I actually went through a whole process for ages when I used to run meditation classes for about three or four years. And towards the end, I just felt myself being wiped out after a class because I wasn't doing enough of my own inner work to support that class. And I wasn't nurturing and loving myself because I was so busy fighting the system and doing 10 projects when I should have been doing one or two of those things, not putting my, my energy everywhere. So I had to actually pull back, regain my strength, regain who I was, go back into that playfulness, that childlike essence, get back into surfing, get back into training, walking in nature, spending more time with my dog, doing all these things that I used to do that I forgot about for some reason because I was on this mission to do things and the mission was in here. It wasn't actually in, in this heart space. It was like, I need to do this. I have to do this because this is who I am or I had some archetype running when really it's like you can do that without pushing it. You can just be and be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And that's, you know, an example. We, we, uh, it's been a while since we talked last time. And we were talking about this before the show. You know, my, my diet's changed. My, my mentality's changed. You know, just how I approach stuff. Just, just, I, I feel like a completely different person. Uh, not because... I feel like a completely different person, not only because of my diet, my routine, my patterns, uh, how I'm consuming information, reading writing I'm, t I'm, I'm shutting off the phone I'm shutting off the wi-fi connection like I'm, I'm just i'm drinking more water mm -hmm. i'm just doing different things that still have the same effort of, of, of going against the system but you're receiving different rewards 
And I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you can vote with your dollars, you can vote with your lifestyle and we, hell yeah, fuck the system. But how? You have to, you have to, how? Institute something new. And that's what we're talking, I think that's what we're talking about right here. People constantly try to, you know, take it to the system, but they don't think about what they're actually taking and then they end up becoming another cog in that actual system. What this is, is actually breaking that cycle, breaking that perpetual, uh, that perpetual enslavement and talking about liberation and freedom and realizing that it comes from within. Like, yes, everything that is happening is happening for sure. But the only thing that's really going to change is how much you're going to allow for it to affect you and what you're able to do in your life to institute that change. But I, and that's, that's what I was trying to say to Ken earlier is I don't think people know how to care. Like I, I think they want to care, but I don't think they know how to care. And the minute that you learn how to care about what's important, i.e. yourself and, and how you can empower others through yourself, that's whenever you begin to move into, as you say before and all the time, that flow state to where you remove obstructions in your life. And like Ken said as well, you don't consciously think about these things. You're just subconsciously succeeding. That's the best way I can describe it. Sub subconsciously and productively progressing and succeeding in life because you've, 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 you've mastered the teachings and you figured out the principles to live a happy and full life. Like that's, that's what it is. Amazing brother. Well, I think, think the teachings, when they get to the point, I know in my own experience that it came to a point where I gave everything away and threw everything away and I was frustrated with I had so much knowledge and so much information and it was just getting too much. And I had this massive, just, I, I just, I've had enough type of feeling. And I virtually just tipped the table up, threw all the books away and said, that's it. If all of what I've done hasn't made me into that person, then it's never going to do it. I don't have to continue to read books or I don't have to remember all the information. I must already be that. I must already be that. And as long as I keep operating, as Nate says, through the mind and oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. I closed head office down and I just gave it all up. And I just went back, I'm just going to be myself. And then I realized that my journey, it actually had a huge effect on me. And it had made me aware of so many things and they could never take control of me anymore because yes. I had already dis dispelled them by becoming aware of them. But the very fact that I continued to practice the same thing meant I was still working through a mental concept. Yeah? And yep. once I surrendered the mental concept and I just saw myself and realized that, hey, I, I remember I just was just weeping and I just thought, you know, I've done my best. I've done my best. I've done my best. I can't do any more. I can't do any more. And I wept. I wept on my hands and my knees with my face in my hand. And all of a sudden I went, well, I've done my best. Nothing else can be expected of anybody who's done their best. So if I'm not good enough, you can all go and get, <laughs> I, don't, 
I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I stood up and I thought, well, what good is it, me being miserable and feeling like I'm worthless? What good am I in the world anyway? So I might as well stand up and be no good, but I don't care if anyone thinks I'm no good because I'm doing my best. You you're, you're, go and get my you're, best. You're, Huh? And what other said, people think of you doesn't even uh, what other people think of you is none of your business. So yeah, the right thing. Well, true, but we're all dealing with certain things and different experiences from life, and it did used to worry me, and it's still something that has a ant in my field. So once I stood up and just said, "Well, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to try and be anything. I don't care if anyone thinks I'm doing a good job, a bad job, or any job." And this whole grace just descended upon me and filled every cell in my body with the like, thank God you've left go and opened to receive what's already here. Been waiting yes. for him. And to receive. Yeah, this, and what Ken is saying about being open to receive, the first three things that people have to have before they can even think of really going deep is they need to have good food, they need to have good water, and they need to have, they need to breathe. These are three, three things that people actually don't do and some of the simplest things, people don't breathe. They're just using 20% of their lungs, they're breathing toxic chemicals around the, the cities. They don't chew their food, they don't eat consciously, they're not eating good food, and they're not drinking good water, and water is life. Water is the key to everything, structured spring water, that's what we have here, I have my structured devices which we're putting onto this sacred spring water and actually creating structured sacred spring water. So the first three things is to get people out of fight or flight mode. And that's, they're gonna come off the plane, they're gonna come from their busyness and all the stress, and we're gonna drop them straight in to the point where their bodies can actually drop into and out of that parasympathetic nervous system. And what happens is, I do a lot of retreats in Australia, and people sometimes for the first couple of days, they'll actually just sleep because they're finally supported, they're finally in a place of love, they're finally feeling relaxed where they can just sleep and know they don't have to answer the phone, they don't have to do all these things. And sometimes they'll actually just sleep for a couple of days and they don't wanna do anything and that's completely fine because that's what your body needs. And then they just come back online the next day and they're like, I'm ready for everything. And their whole demeanor, their face, their energy has shifted a couple of levels before we've even started working on them then you start doing the work on them and really stripping through layers. So this retreat actually has organic vegeta uh, vegan vegetarian food. It's raw healing food. So the whole thing is three meals a day of organic vegan vegetarian food. There's other options there. And like I said, there's spring water running through every tap. So you're showering in the spring water every day. You're drinking spring water as much as you want. It's in your room, you know, structured spring water. And then you're in the forest with the negative ions from the waterfall pushing through there. So before you even begin, you're starting to drop into a parasympathetic nervous system state and getting out of that fight or flight and then into the sympathetic nervous system, which is relaxation and calm and peace. And that's where the intuition comes in. That's where the thoughts, the hopes, the dreams, the clarity, that's when the big visions come. That's why when people are caught in the nine to five in the cities and they're doing the matrix thing, you haven't got time or energy or mental clarity to think about uh, creating a free energy device or doing 
seminars in, in schools, year 11 and 12, you're just keeping your head above water and your body is basically like it's on coffee the whole entire time. You don't need to be drinking coffee. You just need to be interfacing with Wi-Fi. You need to be washing your hair with some terrible shampoo or spraying aftershave under your, under your arms, on your lymph nodes. Some of those things are enough to knock you off balance for like 24 hours. And then you have the bad food, then you have the bad water. So it's like, when is your body actually having a break to drop into creativity? And for most people who don't know about health, it's actually never. So when they get into this state, it's like, okay, well, is this actually what it feels like to be human? Is this what my body's supposed to feel like without all these interferences from the outside world? So for some people, this is going to be the first time they're actually going to feel what their body is meant to feel like. So that's going to be a black and white day and night thing. When they go back, they're going to be like, all right, I want to stay in state. I want to change my food, my water, my diet. What products can I take? What can I do to stabilize me in this, this uh, matrix of living in the city, you know, in this crazy world we're living in at the moment? So the food, the air and the water and the health of vitality is the first steps before we really look at anything else. But, I mean, then you're going to have Ken, myself and, and Tuli doing breath work meditation yoga daily there's uh elixirs and um, special turmeric drinks and juices you have every single morning when you get up you know you're going to be going into that waterfall and you're going to be doing the ceremony and like you know ceremony is in blessing the water blessing yourself giving love to yourself standing there and putting the water on you and getting into that that nature barefoot barefoot is often you don't even need shoes in this jungle you know you're supported you're supported by nature so that's just the first stage before we even start really getting into the deep esoteric work and the deep programming and the breath work alone can be enough to spur someone into a complete awakening like we're talking about the kind of Wim Hof breath breath work the pranayama the fire breath and that can release trauma and bring things up so fast and when you're already open you're on the good food you're in the good place and you support it you're going to have things from childhood coming out we're going to work through that really quickly. We're going to get these things out. We're going to process them. We're going to move on and we're going to keep working through as a group. And now a lot of the modalities and things that I used to do in my meditation classes, some of these processes and protocols I'll get people to do one-on-one uh, -on -one in groups, people will be crying. They'll be weeping. They'll be seriously so happy that they've connected so deeply to human being. And, and those processes um, can trigger us. You know, even things like eye gazing, sitting there and eye gazing, and we can do the past life regression. I can run people through past life regression and also going through different, um, uh, not, not different past lives, but let's say different multi-dimensional realities playing out right now at this time. I can get people to work through that. So sometimes seeing where you came from for the first time and seeing that many of those faces that you see are not even human, that can blow someone's mind. Because nine out of 10 people who do these workshops and do these things with us, nine out of 10 people say they saw um, realities or beings that were non-human form. Now, for a person who's never seen that before, that's, that can be pretty mind-bending. Yeah, well, one of the, uh, I don't speak a lot about it, but one of the, I, had a, I had a past life regression done on me. They said that I was a person uh, from Atlantis. And so I, I thoroughly believe in soul contracts, reincarnation, and all that type of stuff. And us being born in a specific time period to carry out a specific type of work. Like, I, I thoroughly believe that. I literally said that before I came on here with you guys. There's no way for me to prove that. But I thoroughly believe that you, you, you get into like a soul contract saying, I'm going to come here. I'm going to be born into this 
this thing. I'm going to do these things. That's it. That's mm -hmm. my life. I know that's a very watered down version, but I thoroughly believe in, in, in past life regressions, reincarnation, soul contract, uh, and, and magnum opuses, masterpieces, life works, uh, what we're actually here to do. So hearing you say that, I'm, you already got me. Uh, with the time that we have, Tuli, we haven't heard a whole lot from you. Could you uh, give us some of your perspective about this? Like, what, what are your thoughts about bringing people from all over the world to, so that so they can realize not only this 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 energy in them, uh, but the divinity in everybody else. What are your thoughts about running this retreat? And maybe um, tell the people about the experiences you see because she brings people on water fasting retreats and the transformation. Because this is like people are being transformed by her work. So um, please go into that also about the water fasting and the detoxing. That's that's about it. Like um, really in my heart space, I'm. First of all, so grateful to see all of you brothers here, so passionate about I Feel Your Heart. And years living in the jungle with the nature, immersed with the local indigenous beings. My friends and family and people all over the world who've already found their ways here and heard the calling, the transformations that have been happening here and afterwards when they go back and do the actual work is just rebirth basically real integrated real birth remembering there's nothing to prove like you were saying there EJ that you need to be proven these things that are they real the the past life repressing to know you should just be empowered with all that you remember all that all that you truly are what I'm really looking forward now like I rarely get excited. My presence is quite, quite present, but um, I'm, I'm a little bit excited, I must admit, because three of us are now plotting the whole 10-day whole journey, putting all the things together that has been going on for years already for people. It's just, this is a something new, real, and we we basically just stepping into the shoes that we've heard this calling and we have no other choice than just open the space for those who hear the call in their souls to really and truly come be transformed and go to the world afterwards and 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 be with us it's not that you go home without without us it's it's really calling in the tribe calling in the family um us truly embodying our soul mission all that we remember and connecting throughout the world we're limitless we can do anything everything is possible everything is possible and yeah that's that's one of the aspects i'm i'm looking forward um this conversation and and us us together um gathering in the evening fire and also of course in the in the waterfall and morning practices but it's truly powerful powerful and magical and we have so many um professionals around us like between the three of us, like especially me and Ken, the amount of um, incredible beings that we can bring on, which we will be, basically each retreat there's going to be surprise guests coming in. Um, already it's so jam-packed and so full with incredible stuff. It's like how much can we fit into a day? We want to make sure that, you know, we have this time of integration. So we're making sure that it's going to flow and go in um, hoops and waves like this. But basically, we have some incredible people we're going to bring in as surprise as well. 
and the energies and the gifts they have. Like I'm super excited for what's going to happen. And I know this is going to uh, grow. I've been told by five different mediums over the last three or four years that what we're going to do, it's going to be global. It's going to be big. It's going to transform the way people do life. And I actually had a guy speak to me only two weeks ago at this party that I was at a gathering and he came up to me and said, man, I've got a, a message for you. And I was like, okay. And he told me a very similar story to the last four people. And he said, the people that you guys are going to bring in, uh, the transformation that's going to happen. He goes, I'm seeing like a mathematical equation and each person you connect, because we're all dot connectors, we all connect the right people, you know, you guys should meet, you guys should meet. He's saying, I'm seeing a mathematical equation of it exponentially growing and the consciousness growing and things like that. And this is something that, like we said earlier, we're not pushing it. It's just happening. And all around us are amazing people. And for me, what I want to do is take these retreats globally to different parts around the world. I want to have them going different areas, sacred places, like we hit Stonehenge. We do all different places, go to the sacred sites, get the energy, like a, a global pilgrimage where we're upgrading ourselves. And to the point where people like you and other way showers and world bridges can come and collaborate with us. So then we can bring on all the different networks and have this meshing pot of all people from around the world, from different walks and lives and religions. And together we can grow one human being, one human race and, and connect on a really deep heart level. And that's what the system doesn't like. That's what this whole control structure doesn't like. Free human beings, sovereign. They're taking their health into their own hands. They know who they are. They know what they're meant to be doing. They don't need to ask questions or do any research because they can just internally get the answer themselves. And we all have that ability. We know everything. There's nothing new under the sun. We have the answers. It's just about unlocking the coding, unlocking the blood codes, unlocking that DNA chain and connecting to a higher source of consciousness, the Christ consciousness. You know, we all have it in us. So this for me is a, a simple step. Food, health, vitality, connection, community, affection, love, all the things that every human being should be getting anyway. And for me, the end goal is creating community and then people creating their own communities around the world and we have these acupressure points these ley line style energy centers where people are coming together in every single country and that's spreading out and they take on these conscious ways they all bring their beautiful gifts together and we start seeing a new earth and that's what it's about that that is the representation of the new earth it's not the actual earth changing and ascension it's us creating our own solutions and our own way of doing things rather than fighting the old system. We just create a new one. We don't actually even headbutt it. We walk around the side and we create our own beautiful existence and we come, become invisible from the system. And the people who see us, what they're doing, they just want to join anyway. Because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to eat a healthy organic food and, and live in a community with people and bring up healthy children and educate kids in a way that they're so empowered that we have these little way showers, these, these leaders coming through who are more intelligent than us. Some of the kids that I talk to, I seriously, they are light years ahead of me in the things they yeah. say and consciousness and the connection. And they're like five and six years old. I'm just like, yeah. wow, man, like the, the time really is now for the uprising in a beautiful spiritual way. And I'm so glad you said that. I, don't, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm so glad you said that because I've been, I've been saying that to people Basically, since 2019 started, I'm like, if you guys think I'm anything, wait till reinforcements show up. Wait till that next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm something, but we have to create a foundation. We have to create a safety net for kids that are coming because they already get it. 
they already get what the dream world is. They get the realm in between realms. They get, they get it. I mean, I'm, I'll have conversations like this with like eight year olds and 12 year olds. And they're like, yeah, dude, you know, this is what it is. Oh, how, how do you, how did you forget this EJ? I'm just like, I'm sorry. I guess I'm too old now, <laughs> but, but, but they get it. So I'm, I'm so glad you said that what we're doing right now, like they're, they're teaching mindfulness meditation to kids in Baltimore and in the UK. And, and, they're, and they're teaching kids to take that home to their parents so they can teach their parents how to do meditation. Think about that. Like we're learning from the kids. That's like, that's, that's what it's about. So I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're doing right now is just that we're creating a foundation, not only for ourselves, a, a, an effective starting point to take us into this new earth, as you said, this new renaissance, the spiritual renaissance that we're going through. That's, that's what it is. We're creating that foundation for ourselves mm-hmm. and for the generations that come after. And that's a powerful thing. And it's not the same thing as like the self-help or anything like that. I feel like this is something, this, this is something deeper mm. than self-help. This is like what self-help wanted to be. Like this is, self-help is like the band-aid on the scar. This is like advanced biological technology that literally removes the scar and then replaces it with like superpowers. Yes, brother. And the attack is on the children. And that's why it's so important to have healthy, balanced parents bringing up super healthy uh children without doing the whole processes of you know what i'm talking about with that so and one thing i want people listening out there to understand everyone's like the whole world needs to wake up it's like no no no. only the right people need to wake up and everyone else will follow only two percent of the population needs to band together for there to be an uprising and we've already got that population awake or they're there they just need to be activated and sometimes activating a person, and Ken would know this, and you would know this, and Tully would know this firsthand, you just need to be in the right place at the right time. And that means you need to be in flow state to be there. And then you just have to speak the exact words, the specific words, and that is enough to ignite someone. And you might call them an indigo, you might call them whatever you want to call them, but they're just there. And all they need is that one flick, that start of the key, and they're off and running. And then six months later, you see them on the internet doing talks, mentoring kids, doing health presentations, going around the streets and just being present and just talking to people, not even doing anything to do with mentoring and that, just being out there at the shops, talking to old ladies, talking to kids, talking to people, spreading that love. And there's a lot of people doing that. And I'd like to say to all the people who are doing that, thank you, because they're never uh, given enough um, a compensationary like compliments for what they're doing when it's so powerful. You know, you don't need to be on stage. You just need to be in your heart on the stage, which is the world stage, which is this circus we live in, this weird matrix hologram existence. <laughs> Somebody had asked me earlier this morning, they said, uh, they said, uh, do you think humanity is going to wake up or do you think we're screwed? Or that's, that was the gist of it. That's not how they asked, how they asked it. <laughs> But I said, we're going to be all right. I, mm. we're, we're going to be all right. And I'll tell you why, because you're tuning in right now. Mm. We're going to be all right because you want to be all right. We're going to be okay because you want to wake up. You want to be all right. You want to be fine. Yeah, there are these things happening. But because there is that 2% of people who actually do want to do this work and do want to be better, we're going to be okay. Yeah. And yeah, it, 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 it's, it's hard because we get caught up doing this type of work to highlight the work of everybody else. That doesn't mean that it's still not ongoing, that these things aren't still developing. We're just not having the time to point them out. We need to find the time to have, have, have conversations like this, have sessions like this, where we, where, where we 
where we basically pat each other on the back and say, I see you over there working, doing the type of work, helping these type of people. We're so focused in this kind of flight or fight mindset where we see these, 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 these problems and we want to fix them, not realizing that by being present, we've already fixed them and we're creating that alternative. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And I feel like that's what this is, is we're giving people the tools that are necessary for them to fix that perception so that they can live that life of full happiness. But, you know, that, that's, that's, that's the beauty about all this as well. You're, you're essentially offering a golden ticket. It just has to be received. They just have to be ready and willing to say, all right, fine, I'll, I'll take that ticket. Sure, show me what you got. Mm. And this is a very intimate retreat, EJ. There's only 13 people. There's only 13 spaces available and some of them are gone already. Um, okay. So that means we're going to be with everyone the whole time. We're not going to have 50 people and there's not going to be that connection. We're going to be in cars together. We're going to be touring together. We're going to be going to healing springs underneath volcanoes. We're going to be in these springs hanging out and talking in the warm water. We're going to be using my healing machines. I'm bringing over frequency beds and all types of healing machines that people can use uh, during um, you know, workshops and things that are on or if they don't feel like going for a jungle hike, they can jump on the healing bed and lay on that. There's going to be massages, shiatsu. A local woman does really powerful Reiki and energy work. Um, there's so many kind of things that we have in this retreat but purposely so we can work with people um at the right time one-on-one -on -one, but also in in the group atmosphere there's going to be sound journeys i'm going to be playing music there's going to be didgeridoos and flutes and a sound bath that's going to be around the fire we're going to be lighting up grandfather fire you know every night we're going to be getting that bad boy burning so people are activating that pineal another way of you know activating oneself is to stare at the flame look at that flame is coding in there it brings back memories of our past we're going to be using things like sage and Palo Santo and smells, the whole sensory um, experience, because these things, once again, they stir up memories. That sage is clearing and cleansing. There's so many little tiny things that make something um, beautiful. And it's the, the devil's in the details, but also in this circumstance, the detail is what creates the, the real shifts and the real changes, the small subtleties. They're the things that sometimes change people the most rather than like, we're going on some magical hike through the jungle. It could actually be the conversation beforehand, that couple of words there that were needed, that hug, that connection, that, that hands-on, you know, that, that look in the eye. And that's what we're about, you know. And we're actually going to be learning from these people. I'm going to be learning from everyone's medicines. You know, I'm not going to be teaching. I'm going to be, in fact, learning from everyone. And we're going yep. to learn together. We're all in learning. We're all in training right here. This is earth school. This is why we came here. And when you go to these seminars and go to talks and go to workshops, that's when you really evolve because people are actually being truthful. There becomes a point like that zero gravity point where people completely drop in to their authentic self and we start speaking deep, honest truths. People's stuff comes up and then we're there for them. And it's like, oh, I feel that too. And then everyone realizes, hey, we're all human. We all have these traits. We all have these insecurities. We all you know, struggle to receive compliments, to accept love, to, you know, and we have a, a jaded view of ourselves. We look in the mirror some days and we just think, well, like, why would anyone want to be friends with me? Why would anyone want to listen to my things? We all go through it. But if we realize that is a, a collective um, hive mind we're buying into, once we solve that ourselves and break through that, that's going to go out to the ether and we're going to have more people waking up. Just by doing this retreat, people on the other side of the world are going to be waking up. So it's actually a collective thing. We're doing this for ourselves because we want to learn and we want to grow. 
but we're also doing it on a, uh, a planetary and, and multi-dimensional perspective for the generations to come, for our ancestors, for the trauma that's been here, for the things that have happened on this earth. We're going to be clearing that, working with the ele elemental spirits, you know, working through all realms to, to create a better future. So that's a bit of a, a bit of an outline on what's going to be happening. <laughs> I like that. You, I like that you have a. I like that you talk about like your healing machines, and that you're always trying to figure out like how to get the free energy going. I definitely mm -hmm. like that. That's a, 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 a private like little side thing that you're working on. I love that. It's not because private. It's, at all. it's not private anymore, and there's some really big things happening right now. Believe me on that one. Place. It's public now. Uh, it will be, yeah. The, the players that we're working with now and things that are happening, it's looking very promising. But just some really beautiful things that are going to take us a few steps in the right direction, let's just say. No, I um, I love you, Nate. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Love you too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the but that's it, man. The teacher's always the student, you know. Mm. Um, the teacher's always the student. And I'm glad you said that because this, this to me is just that it's another learning experience you know i think I, I think i'm tripping out because the last time that we talked i feel like so much has happened that i've just like leveled up tremendously and i can only imagine what this is going to do uh, not only to you but to everybody else and i can't i can't wait to see what's going to happen in like another six months until like a year man like that's that's where i'm at i'm just like god i, I can't wait to see this like start unfolding and start seeing it roll out because this is this is the type of transformative work that people need mm -hmm. and I, I can go through it and then distill it for people only so much. You're trying to, you're trying to offer people essentially what we've gone through in like a 10 day span so that they understand that this is something that they, that they, they can choose to go through, that they can choose to be better. And these are the tools. These are, these are some of the things to work with. I think that's just the, like the most, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And for people that don't do this type of work, they don't understand that like, when you find another, when you find kinship, when you find fellowship with people who are doing this type of work, they get it. Like that's that, that's that soul tribe. You're essentially trying to build up the soul tribe saying, Hey, look, there's you're, 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 you're more familiar than you think. You're not, you're not, uh, you're not alone. And I say that because this is something I myself have had to grow into doing this type of work. Uh, and the minute that I've, 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 kind of reach that point to where I don't necessarily let go uh, or acknowledge, but it's just like, hey, I got this thing. I'm pretty sure other people have it, uh, but I'm going to try to work through it. That's whenever I get that, that, that revelation and I begin to meet other people who also share that same issue. And then we're also able to collectively grow through it and then work on, uh, work on those better patterns. And that's essentially what I'm hearing right here. So I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Uh, trying to, and this is what we were talking about before the show, Ken, is just how this is like, there is no other higher calling, there is no other blessing in life than to help people actualize their potential. Like, yeah, what else is that? Yeah, to give someone like this experience yesterday, I haven't quite regularly, but each one, the last one, and, and it never, I never ever tire of it. It's like, it's like the first time. And someone called me a soul doula. I said, can you a soul doula? And I said, what's a doula? I said, oh, it's a midwife. A soul doula. It's a midwife. A doula's a midwife. She said, you give birth to souls. And the experience 
that I had again with somebody yesterday was just looking at them in the end and they're thanking me and I said, you don't need to thank me. I said, you're already who you are. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing to actually give someone such a beautiful gift, but the gift is actually themselves. So I didn't give them anything. They're already that. But to be part of that moment when they self-realize and look at you and realize themselves and rediscover themselves and realize that they're actually okay and they've always been okay and they're just there. I mean, this person sent me a message last night and said, um, thanking me for my time and my energy and that with them and said that uh, they, what was it they said? Um, something, something, but the last thing they that said, feeling they said, home. pardon? That's right. They feel like they feel like they're at home, and for the first time in their life, you felt safe. That's huge. I feel like I've come home, and for the first time in my life, I feel safe. And she's in her mid thirties. How do you put a price like, on that? Yeah. How do you possibly, possibly, and it, and it's not possible to undo that. I, I keep getting reminded of the image of the genie in the, genie in the bottle. Once you rub the, once you rub the, um, the side of the lamp, the lamp, that's it. Thank you. Once you rub the lamp and the genie's out, you can never put it back in the bottle again. So once you've seen, you cannot unsee. It's the fear of looking in case it's no good because you were told and thought that it was no good. And what's that? That's our real self. Because we grew and came into this world of people who didn't know themselves. And yes. they couldn't give us any feedback. They couldn't give us any affirmative resonance or authenticity. And we wonder what the hell we've come to and who the hell are these people and what are they doing? Like to hear you say, you speak about the young children now eight years old and the awareness that they have. Back in the mid eighties, when I had this awakening and I was alone with it, there was nobody, nobody on massage was a dirty word. It was something footballers did or prostitutes did, you know? Wow. And when I started doing massage and body work with people, all my friends and mates looked at me sideways, like what the hell are you doing? So to now, be surrounded by you guys. You guys are those eight-year-olds that you're looking at to me. <laughs> and to hear you guys talking about, and I'm sitting here just listening to Nate talk, and and I'm just like, I'm going into a deep silence. I think, God, I've got nothing more to say. I don't need to do anything else. Someone is doing all the talking now. I don't have to talk. I can just hold the space for these people to know who they are and love them because I was there where you are and it was a very, very difficult time for me. But to now feel like the, um, what did you say before? The reinforcements have arrived for me. Yes, sir. And I'm here. I'm 100% here. I got you. And don't worry about a thing because I get it. And I understand where you're at and it's a beautiful thing. 
a very, very, very beautiful thing. So have full confidence in yourself and what you're doing. You cannot, you cannot do wrong. Any goodness can come from good. Yes, sir. Let's get you on the jungle, AJ. <laughs> Let's get you on the jungle, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on the, yeah. that note, note uh, what you said again. Um, I'm sure many of us have had those moments where, where we really long to go home. I know I have had those moments where I really miss home. And to this retreat and to here with us, I really wish to welcome everybody to come home. Welcome home. This is the energy they're offering, guys. I'm saying this to the audience now. This, this is the type of energy that they're offering for this retreat. And this is why it's important that you guys go get this information. These are, these are, beautiful, these are beautiful people, amazing souls of light. And they're trying to, they're trying to do, they're trying to help. They're do, they are helping. They are working. Like, mm. like Ken just said, we are, we're his reinforcements. We're trying to do the work and we're doing the work. And this is why I wanted to have this. This is why I'm honored that you guys would even want to talk to me, man, because I'm, 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 I'm just grateful uh, that powerful people like you guys yourself uh, would, 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 would share this with me, would allow for me to share this with my audience and also share this with the world. Um, I will definitely try to help you guys fill in these spots as, as much as I, this is, this is, this is a beautiful thing. It truly is. And I know it's just the start and that's what makes it that much better. If this, if this sounds beautiful now, imagine what it sounds like next year. Like that's. Uh, you're part of the vision already, AJ. That's the funny thing. I've already, I'm very good at seeing timelines and, um, yeah, there's, a, there's going to be a lot of, this is something that can be used as a model and then you can be running your retreats, you know what I mean? You get trained up and, and then you take your crew and then we, we have big meetups where everyone comes for a bigger retreat with 50 to 100 people. So the, the sky is the limit right now and people are looking. People are all looking. They're bored of doing what they've been doing. They've been searching around and they're looking for that reset. So the time is now. They've got a world and a population of sick, dead and dying people. So um, I feel really empowered to be able to impart health knowledge to people because if you can teach people how to take their health back into their own hands, they'll believe you on a whole bunch of other topics as well, the bigger ticket items that a lot of people struggle with. So sometimes health is the first thing we can do and teaching people how to look after themselves and love themselves is part of it, but also nutritional, uh, dietary, uh, and so many, there's so many facets to health. You know, That's a really, really simple gift we can give so yeah, for people out there who are listening, um, we'd love to have you on board. Uh, we have got a few seats left and we're doing these retreats in June, July and August, the 12th to 21st, that's the months. So 2019, we may even do it up September. And for people who are in America and Canada and places like that, it works out even better for you guys because it's in AU dollars. So you're actually going to be uh, paying less because you've got a better currency than us because of the old economic espionage which goes on around the world uh, and then when you come over to bali your, your currency is going to be worth you know a million times more as well and there might even be options for people to stay on after and do water fasting with Tuli. so everything is workable everything is pliable um, and basically you just have to jump onto innate-awareness.com and go to retreats um, or you can connect with us directly via email and it's just retreats at innate-awareness.com and we'll basically send you out the 10-day plan and that 10-day plan is literally like we have a plan 
But I guarantee you when you come to the jungle, when it all happens, we're all going to be in flow state. It's going to be like, what do we feel like doing today? What feels right? And we're going to do it. There's so many things we can do. And it's all going to be about timing and specific being in the right moment and, uh, and going with the flow. So there is a, a really beautiful plan, a lot of things booked in. But I, I'm sure from previous retreats and things that I've done that <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Some of you might just it, come and never leave. <laughs> is it going to be 15 slots or is it going to be 15 slots every, every month, like June, July, August, and November? Is it going to be 15 yes. slots? Uh, actually, 13. Only 13 spots. Um, that's kind of, but there is going to be more accommodation things popping up, and we're going to be working on getting a couple more in. But like I said, we want to keep it really intimate. And there is also another retreat spot that we're in talks with at the moment where we could maybe do 25. And then I've already been speaking to you. And I'm also speaking to Shane from Connecting Consciousness. And he was like, dude, you mean EJ and, and your crew, we should collaborate. And I was like, yeah, we should. Yeah, so I'm actually uh, <laughs> talking to EJ now. And he's like, it was interesting because you and Shane both popped up within two days of each other and like started talking about retreats. And I was like, well, maybe we can do some really beautiful collaborations and get all of our networks and our followings together and get some really, yeah, really beautiful things happening in a, a little bit bigger space. You know, this is a jungle immersion and this is like the deep jungle immersion, like right in it. And for some people they might want more of a, you know, a hotel on the, on the, on the beach. So I've got one that's not too far away, which um, is still only a 10 minute drive to get back to the jungle. So we can do all the hikes and do all the things there, but we can also possibly utilize another place, with a, a bit more space and things like that. But this, this 13 uh, person one we have now is absolutely perfect in every way, shape or form. Everything is within walking distance. It's so close, it's so fulfilling, it's, it's so alive. Like just the aliveness, like I said earlier, um, is, is really beautiful. So is there anything else that you guys wanna add or any questions you wanna ask EJ? Sign me up. That's all I got, sign me up. I just, hey, I'm good. Get me there. Well, Let's get, get it going. The other thing too, just with the 13 places, I mean, we will actually be taking all the accommodation in the valley. So our retreat will be inhabiting the valley. There won't be others. There's no other beds available. And is this and the land? Oh, this yeah, these are homestays too. So these are actually little people's beautiful homestays they've created. You're staying in someone's amazing, lush little accommodation in the jungle where you look and it's this jungle all around you. And it's these beautiful little self-contained places where you walk out the door and there's just, all you can see is jungle. All you can hear is animals and birds and trees and coconuts falling and, and all that stuff. So we, we basically will have the whole valley and it'll be just the retreat people in there. And um, so, yeah, it's even, even more intimate that way because you know, you walk past each other's houses and, and everyone's just there doing their thing. Like, yeah. My only question would be, are there, is there, are there couples discounts, military discounts, stuff like that? Everything's workable uh, and there is couples discounts at the moment. And if you email us, we'll send you out the pricing and work out payment plans. We've got a little bit of an early bird thing going on at the moment where you can save a bit of cash too. So yeah. that will also be in the, the plan which we'll send out. And yeah, couples, they can stay in the accommodation. There's a beautiful double bed in there and would love to have couples along because then the couples can work through their stuff too because couples sometimes are the ones that needs the most transfiguring because they're with each other in their space the whole time. And then it's easy for a fresh set of eyes from the outside to see in 
and we get to work with the masculine and feminine energy, you know, and we'd like to have that balance of both, that playful, beautiful energy that comes from the females and that, that strong uh, masculine energy as well. So that's definitely uh, doable. And if people are veterans and that, man, we're, we're happy to work a deal. We're happy to work a deal with anyone. We just want beautiful people in here and the right people. We'd rather not have the retreat full and have the right people than to have 13 people and just have everyone coming in, you know? And I, I think only the right people are going to come. And right so far, the emails and requests we've been getting and the beautiful responses, it's like, okay, this is really an energetic thing where it's attracting a certain type of person at the moment. Ken? Yeah, it's uh, uh, like I was saying to you earlier when we were talking, I used to run workshops back in uh, 1985 and I was always amazed at who would turn up for the, for the retreat because they were always so perfect for each other. It was just profound reflection and people were just, the, these different people would embody the very thing that the other person needed to see. And the healing was for both of them, that they were just there. So I have no, I have no doubt that everybody who turns up and comes along are going to be just perfect. I've, I've kind of been and seen and, and I'm really just in a state of wonder about the way this is all just coming together and I already know that like you said before in six months time wow once these first crew have come through this and it's been actualized and it's actually happened um, because I already see it I mean to me I don't see a problem and I don't see a problem with anybody I just see who they are and they think they've got a problem. The only problem they've got is they think they've got one <laughs> for me. Yeah. And so I dissipate that and I just look through that and I look to the truth of somebody and the truth of somebody is so beautiful and so real. And the mind has got no control over that. It can't stop me. It can't keep me out. And the only thing that doesn't want to let me in is the mind, whereas the real self is screaming. And when it feels that resonance, it just reaches out and surrenders. And it's one of the most beautiful experiences. So if anything I want to leave people with is don't be fearful about trauma or about past experiences. That's what's held you trapped in it, the fear of looking at it. It's actually not what, it's no longer what it was. That was then, not now. And that is what's brought you to this point. And the appreciation and the love that will, that will just course through when it's been held at bay for so long. It's just, I've seen it and I see it and I see it. And for years and years, decades, decades, I've been seeing it. And now for this to be all happening now, I'm quite, quite moved by the whole thing already. I'm like, wow, this is actually, because I know it happens. I know it's going to happen. But now there's this gathering of us have been brought together. I'm like, wow, this is it. This is going to be the beginning of something really, really profound because I don't have any doubt about the abilities of the three of us. I can see as Nate can see. And I already know through my own experience. I mean, I'm having experience daily with people. People just walk up to me and 
they walk away in an hour's time or two hours time and they, they just look at me and say, like she said, yes, so do you realize you've changed my whole life? And I said, of course I do. <laughs> I try to. <laughs> <laughs> it's just changes because they just go back to their default settings. They just come home to themselves. Mm. Yes. And, and know all of and know straight away. There's no, there's no work to be done anymore. You're already okay. So, yeah, it's a blessed, it's a blessed time. And uh, to have met you this evening or this morning, it's like, uh, what is it here now where I am? I'm in Australia. Four o'clock. Four o'clock, yeah, in the morning. Oh, wow. I'm sitting on the mountain range overlooking Byron Bay in northern New South Wales. And uh, I'm in a state of just wonder just to have met you, EJ, and to feel your vibrancy and your passion and your your unstoppability and and it makes me smile to feel any concern that you have because i know it's it doesn't matter it's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) because it doesn't matter (laughs) i just gotta laugh because i know exactly what you're talking about it's a full moon tonight guys too so we're on a mountain in bali at the moment you're on a mountain in byron bay and like EJ, like we've got a full moon going on. So it's a very powerful time to, to, for co-creative energies and putting intentions out there. And I think tonight we've definitely put some stuff out into the ether, which is going to be oh, yeah. co-created and, and you know, received with, a, with an open heart. And there's also a little video on the YouTube channel. We just did a little five-minute video and it's just a little video showing some of the accommodation, the waterfalls, some of the places we're going to be. So the people who are interested, I might even attach it to the end of this video. But you can jump onto Nate Max TV. And just have a look and yeah you'll get a feel for the place and you just be like yeah you'll be blown away by how how beautiful it is and what we're going to get up to so uh, i think we're pretty much covered um a lot of things um yeah, so, yeah thank say, you so much i want to say thank you guys you know thank nate thank you for introducing me to ken ken yeah. this has been a powerful experience man i i can't wait i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna come we're gonna we're gonna come fellowship because I feel like this this was grand, but I want to get the full experience, man. Like I want to sit down and just be like, t- just just talk to me, Ken. Tell me tell me some stuff, man. Because <laughs> this this is the type of stuff that I live for. This is this is I, what I would hope everybody else out there that's listening understands. Like this is this is that spiritus. This is that mana. This is that spiritual meat and that 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 stuff that people actually need and. Like I said, I live for it. So really, thank you, Nate, for, for, for pitching this my way. And thank you, Ken, for staying up till four to talk to us, man. Like, I, I've got a good saying that I sometimes say to people when I begin with them. I say, look, I'm not going to tell you something you don't already know. Yep. Because if you didn't know, you wouldn't know what the hell I was talking about. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but it's, it's always nice and refreshing to hear it. It is. It's always nice. Hearing oh, it's, it's necessary. It's yes. necessary to be reaffirmed, to be made firm, to be made solid, to feel somebody who sees you and knows you without having to explain yourself or justify yourself. And they see the good in you. They see what's true in you. What a, what, of course, it's a wonderful thing, and we all need that. We all need feedback. We get hungry. 
have physical human forms and they want to have feedback from one another and to have relativity. Confirmation. To relate to others. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I look, well, we're already communicating. I'll continue to communicate until I see your face in the flesh. Amazing. So thank you everyone for listening who um, listened to this interview, either on my channels or EJ's. Um, yeah, connect with us to the emails and the information will be in the bio or at the bottom of the, um, the video. And come join us if you resonate with what we're talking about. We'd love to have you. It doesn't matter where you come from and what planet, what earth, what country. Uh, you're all welcome. And we look forward to yeah, spending a lot of time with you on the jungle and creating a beautiful relationship and some connection and, and all the rest of it. So we will um, hopefully see you soon. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you. Before this, uh, so if anybody has any questions, they can either directly or they can go to your page. Is um, real quick before we wrap this up, where can people find more of your amazing work? Ken, tell them your website or your Facebook. Ken? Yeah, you can see my name, Ken F. Shield. You'll find me there on Facebook. You can hook me up on that. And then I've got a public page, which is just Ken K double N Shield. And Ken does one-on-one -on -one sessions too for people in Australia. Um, he does the body work and the met metaphysics work and all that. I, I, seriously, he's so good. Just, I don't exaggerate ever. I only work with the best people. And you, anyone who knows me will know that. So I wouldn't be talking to you guys if he's weren't amazing and I wouldn't be doing stuff with Ken Tooley and EJ if they weren't amazing human beings. So hit him up. Um, yeah, he'll transfigure you. And I, I can't even put words. He's a hard man to sell because he does so much, you know. So it's very hard to explain what he gets up to. Uh, and then for the retreat information, you can jump on to innateawareness.com, innate-awareness.com. And there's sweat lodges and um, ceremony stuff there, retreats, there's information, a lot of EJ stuff. I share a lot of his content because it's so powerful. Um, we do um, sound journeys, meditation classes, seminars, there's YouTube, there's podcasts, there's a whole bunch of good information on there. So yeah, jump on and have a look and um, we'll connect you in the near future. And Julie for water fasting, have you got a website? No, no, not you a website. Find me on the jungle. Yes, you can. You can find her through. So, if you want to speak to Dooley, you can either use a cup phone, or you can get the white pigeon. You can send that off. But I use that. That's anyway. So, the carrier pigeon. It's it's a secret, secret and silent. No, seriously, welcome. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Yeah, well, I'll uh, yeah, I'll chat to you soon, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys as well. Have a great day and a fantastic weekend. Thank okay, you. Bye. Thank you. Love you, AJ. I love All you right. guys too.